the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear brethren in Christ, our Lord tells us today in the Gospel, insulting your brother is as bad as killing him. Well, then we have something to worry about. We could all be mass murderers. Secondly, St. Paul also tells us today, love one another as brothers. If someone speaks ill of you, do not speak ill of him, but good in return. Only then will God speak well of you. This should make us meditate. But our Lord tells us elsewhere in the scriptures another third thing that makes us afraid. On Judgment Day, we will be shown everything we once said. We will be saved or condemned for our words. But why? Why does he give so much importance to mere words? Because at the dinner table with friends, on the phone, or even after, after a mass, we can lift souls as much as we can destroy a reputation forever. Simple backbiting, pointing out to others a flaw in a neighbor is very easy. But to uh, repair the damage is almost impossible. Even if we ask for forgiveness in front of the people concerned, there will always be for the others a shadow of doubt. One day, a woman confessed to St. Philip Neri she gossiped a lot. St. Philip asked her to go to the market, a penance, and buy a chicken that had just been killed and to pluck all the feathers off as she walked home with the chicken in the streets of Rome. When she went back, he said, well, now, uh, now go back once more and gather up all the feathers of the chicken you just uh, plucked. Uh, the woman said, but that's impossible, father. The wind has scattered the feathers in every direction. Then St. Philip called, Let this be a lesson to you, for it is exactly the same with your wicked words. Just as the chicken feathers have been scattered by the wind in every direction, so have your wicked words been scattered in every direction by other people repeating your stories. We have absolutely no reason to speak ill of anyone. Our Lord spent 33 years surrounded by sinners, mediocre people like, like all of us. He would have good reason to complain, and yet he did nothing as an example of what we should do. 
supernaturally, we already have no excuse to criticize our neighbor. Not God. God waits until the end of his life to judge our neighbor. What right do we have to judge and condemn him before? And we also naturally have multitudes of reasons for saying only good and never bad things about others. One reason is that we are almost always mistaken, at least in part, in judging our neighbor badly. Another reason is that if we criticize our parents and authorities, our sons will criticize us. Criticizing an authority in front of others takes away the authority of these others and ours. Because what we want to say is, be careful, these people is bad. But the message that in fact we send is, you can criticize your superiors. So, since we are naturally and supernaturally getting bad results, let's get to work. How do we do it? Well, dear brethren, to remain always pure in our language, only one rule should guide our language. Speak only good of others. And if we cannot find anything good to say, well, say nothing. In other words, say only the good I know, never the bad I know. It is also an excellent way to fight pride, to say only good things about others. And besides, we will soon be surprised that even those we think the least of have real qualities. The good Lord has created us all with qualities and defects. And we have known about this, this practical way for 25 centuries, even before our Lord. One day, um, Socrates received a visit from a friend. So he was a philosopher in Greece. This friend tells him that he has come to tell him about the behavior or of a third person. Socrates stops him dead in his tracks and asks him, before you speak, I ask you to pass your information through three filters. First, are you completely sure that it is true? Second, is it a good thing? Third, is it useful to tell me? Socrates' conclusion, if what we have to say is not a hundred percent sure, or is not good, or is not useful, he prefers not to know. And as for us, he advises us to forget it. Well, but sometimes I know about things, but it wasn't me who told them. Yes, this is true, but it can also be dangerous. Listen to what Saint Bernard tells us. It is very difficult to know who is more guilty.
the one who slanders or the one who listens. The one has the devil on his tongue and the other in his ears. Here is what we can do. Well, if the person who criticizes before us is a person below us, an employee, a son, any other inferior, we must impose silence on him at once. If it's a person of our level, friend, something, we must cleverly divert the conversation by talking about something else, or leave, or leave the place and the conversation. If it is a superb, we should, if we can, show him that he is hurting us. And in any case, he must see that he does not have ears willing to listen. Many times our holiness will come through silence and by fleeing for certain places. St. Francis de Sales also shows us the way to silence and peace. Well, in his case, he had been the victim of outright calumnies. Did he insult his enemies? Did he say what he knew about them? He knew a lot of things. Did he send friends to beat them up? No. To the dismay of his followers, he refused to defend himself. He said, I leave it to God, who has allowed my reputation to be diminished, to restore it as soon as he sees fit. He, he knew that God allows almost all saints to be slandered, and he was glad that the good Lord showed him that he was in the way of holiness by receiving these slanders. The art of speaking well is an art that requires a lot of mastery. The book of Proverbs, the epistle of St. James, the, the epistles of St. Paul tells us so. In short, God says, we must speak little and listen much. Dear friends, after a few years, a few years of working on this, I hope it will be possible to say of us, this person is truly holy. Look, I never have, I never heard her or him speak ill of anyone. Always a good thing to say about anyone. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.